Yo, what's that scarf behind him? Is that Chelsea? That is. <laughs> that is greatest team in the world, by the way. Oh, Not the richest. <laughs> Open wide for some soccer! Welcome to another episode of Soccer Group Chat. Uh, today, we actually have a little bit of a group going on. Uh, we have two people joining, Adrian and I. Um, you already, you know, our, all of our listeners already know both these guys, but it's time we, you know, finally pit them against each other. We've got <laughs> Liverpool fan, Nick Gill. We've got Chelsea fan, Christian Hope. We've got Newcastle fan, Adrian Beatty, And we've got Palace fan, myself. How's everybody hey. doing? Good, good. Excellent, excellent. When hey, you guys. say you probably know them already, you probably mean that they know them personally. Because everyone who listens to this are people we know. <laughs> I mean, for what it's worth, Nick and I have never actually met. He, he's just spanked me at FIFA anytime we've done that. So it's oh. <laughs> about the closest we've gotten an interaction. <laughs> As it should be. <laughs> so uh, just to get this, you know, kick this one off, get, let's hit the ground running here. Who's better, Chelsea or Liverpool? The floor oh, is open. We know it's the latter. Better, bigger club, better, better players, better manager. That's uh, yeah, nothing more to say. More success in the recent years. Every any Chelsea player, Liverpool, any Chelsea player in the position, Liverpool better at in each position. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's a secret that uh, Chelsea are not well. I think Chelsea can compete for the title this year. That comes with that comes with being having two hundred million pounds to to restart and rebuild with. Um, but I, I don't think you can argue that Liverpool isn't the stronger side. They are the stronger side at the moment. They've got the better players, more successful players. Um, Chelsea are just finding, I think, very reasonable success with a team that they don't even know is their best team yet. A bunch of players that are injured. Um, like they started off the, the season awfully, like they couldn't pass a ball forward. And, you know, we can sit at the top of the table for at least 24 hours with a win this weekend. So uh, if we're rebuilding and competing at the same time, that's fine with me. I think we have a good chance. Those are both incredible answers. I'm, a, I'm, I, I'm torn, but yeah, no, I, I agree with current as it's currently constructed. Liverpool definitely is better, but Chelsea's, you know, exciting. Exciting team. They got some good youngsters. I'll give them that. Mason Mount, Tammy Abraham, they're good. But let's just see. Let's see how they do in, in December when they got to play four or five games in, in 15 days. And let's see. Let's see how they adjust then. I they maybe they might be title contenders, but we'll see. That's uh the the um team of Werner though, he's 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 on and off. The Giroud's their best player. That that's uh, I'm actually scared of Giroud. He scares me. Because he's in he's in red hot form right now, so we'll see. But the only thing is, Chelsea's defense is going to let them down unless they uh, sign more defenders. That chance that Werner missed against Leeds was insane. That was yeah, a clearance. Was... How do you miss that? that? Was a cl- <laughs> he was a clearance. He was defending the goal for some reason. <laughs> Uh, yeah he, he is like on and off is is putting it lightly for Werner I have no idea. I mean like he he's shown flashes of like excellent finishing he's fast as fuck on the wing he's so fast um 
but also I thought he was coming in to play striker and he's just had to just because of the form of Giroud and Abraham, at least at the beginning of the season where we're, you know, really challenging for balls in the box. He just kind of got pushed out uh, with the injuries to Pulisic and Ziyech. He, he was the next best option. And unfortunately, in a way, and unfortunately for him, it's a great position. It's, it's a great position that he's been in. Just not, not any goals, but he's got a fair amount of assists, I think. It's not a coincidence. Ever since that idiot Jorginho left, he's uh, not in the team, and they started winning. That's uh, he, he's crappy. As yeah. oh my gosh, in our last game with Jorginho in the middle, that was just against uh, Krasnodar. I've never seen someone. What is he? Twenty-eight years old, an Italian international, so carelessly give away the ball in midfield against Krasnodar. That like Billy Gilmore <laughs> got man of the match. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Who's a child? I don't know. I don't think Jorginho's mind's in it anymore. I don't think he's. Uh, I think he knows he's leaving in January. Is Italy uh, bound? Do you think? Anyone that'll take him. I think Italy's the spot for him, though. Seems like his kind of league. They paid a lot of money for him as well. It's like fifty million quid. A lot of money. I don't know. He's Sarri's guy. Back. He was yeah, Sarri's he guy. Was yeah, he? he was Sarri's guy. Yeah, he was Sarri's Sarri guy. Ball. Sarri ball. <laughs> God, I miss that motherfucker. Where is he now? We're sorry. I think he's fired. <laughs> no, he got fired at Juve, didn't he? Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Not hold it. He got replaced by Pirlo. No one's picked yeah. him up, right? Yet. No. I just think we need more managers uh, smoking on the touchline. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I, I think he just chews now. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I don't think he can smoke anymore. I think he has to chew on the sidelines. At, yeah, at Chelsea, he was only allowed to suck on the butts of his cigarettes. He was allowed, so wasn't allowed to smoke them. Oh, man. Jokes. Have you guys ever seen there? The Guardian has this guy, David Squires, who like does these like football cartoons. Uh, they're really funny. And he always drew sorry with like 10 cigarettes. And there's like cigarettes coming out of his ears and stuff. It's great. Um, but to go back, Nick, to something you said earlier, you said that there was no Chelsea player that you think would get into Liverpool's first 11. When healthy, when healthy, when everyone is healthy. Uh, fully what, about, what about Conte? Uh, I, uh, I don't want to sound biased, but Fabinho at defensive mid, he's, he's just, a, I, think they're, I think they're level. So, uh, <laughs> all right, I'll be lying. Fine, fuck Conte. Fine, fuck you. Hope's <laughs> <laughs> face there. Yeah, y'all can't see, but Hope just Hope's head literally exploded. Yeah, but like Fabinho, he's he's hell of a player as well, right? But uh, who's another one? I mean, Fabinho, like the way the way Liverpool's center backs are. Like, if Conte was, if they had Conte on their team, maybe they would just put Fabinho in center back. Yeah, he's actually he's actually the the, the he, behind Van Dyke. He's the second best center back in the league, and he doesn't even play the position. He's amazing. And at Monaco, he played right back for Christ's sake as well. Then he played defensive mid. He can play. He's amazing. So versatile. James Milner esque. Yeah. Oh, Millie Millie can play like seven different positions. <laughs> he's uh, the best signing we've ever had. I love Milner. And even he got injured yeah, for fuck's to- sake. This year, man, with injuries, yeah, I don't know. It, I mean, obviously, it's hard to look at a team like Liverpool, and then look at a team like Chelsea, who are who are not who last year weren't really competing for. They, they were surprisingly in the top. Um, but how can you look at a team like Liverpool with all their success and say any of them deserve to be replaced? I think Conte is probably the best shout 
mm. amongst them. I, I think Conte's uh, stock has, in a way, almost dropped since he left Leicester because at Leicester he only had one job. Mm. Like when you've got Rob Huth and Wes Morgan behind you, I, I better stay the fuck back here, you know. And, <laughs> and at Chelsea, he's he's what sorry he was asked to not be in a holding position but be in a pressing position in the midfield, and he's got the energy, bundles of energy, and he's aggressive and he can do that, but. Um, he really loses. He really loses his rating when he's like he's on the ball, and you're asking him to really distribute the ball. Uh, and with with the amount that Lampard wants the wants distribution to go through at the moment, it's Mount and Kovacic, and now Conte's in the middle field three with them. Uh, focus has not has been taken away from Conte's strength because usually all you want from him is just tackling the ball, receiving the ball. Uh, not that he's bad at passing the ball. He's just, he's just no maestro on it. Yeah. It just like recycles. It keeps possession, keeps it safe. Yeah. Keep it That's safe, what a DM is supposed to do, isn't it? That's uh, I remember sorry last year. I remember he was playing Jorginho as DM and Canty was playing more of, and it made absolutely no sense. I'm like, what's the point of playing two DMs, but you're playing a DM and you're telling him to go forward. Kante, he won the league for Christ's sake, sitting back at Leicester. Didn't he win the league the year after when Antonio Conte was there, right? He did. He just sat he in front of the back four. Yeah. And, and it was a, to, yeah. yeah it's, it, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, yeah. And he, he won it with, with Conte with almost, you could say, even more responsibility because he was just in a, in a midfield two with wing backs. So he was <laughs> on an island most of the time, too. Marcos Alonso on the left, you think he's running back with you and, and supporting you? Come on. <laughs> oh, he's not. God, I miss that fucker. <laughs> he's still in the and other team's box. France. Even for he's France, still... he, he, did the, he won the World Cup, for Christ's sake. He, he and, is... and he had Paul Pogba as his partner, for Christ's sake, with he no defensive a... uh, ability whatsoever. Paul Pogba's uh, yeah. done at Manchester United, Paul Pogba? Yeah, I love that guy. Best player ever. He's just cost them about £90 million, is the way it looks. Hey. <laughs> so when you say best After player ever, back. yeah, exactly. Best player ever. You mean most harmful to Manchester United's bank account is how you're defining that. Anyone, yeah, and he's a legend in my eyes. Him and his agent. I love Mino Raiola, man. I love him. He's the best agent ever. The when Fergie called this guy a cancer like uh, like years ago, and he put it in his book, I was like, I like this guy. Anyone Fergie hates, I like. So. Uh, <laughs> And they bought him back for 90 million. What he's going to do is he's just going to wind his contract down, isn't he? And, uh, and then he can go on a free a year from now. Or they sell him in the summer for how much? 30 million? Yeah, I saw that. I saw today. I was reading a bit. And apparently Juve is going to try and buy him back in January. Makes so apparently he said he's done. So Pogba scores that banger, that amazing goal. And then uh, the next day, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> Just the timing, though, of it. Like, you only say that once you score a screamer from 25 yards. If he didn't do anything, he would have said it. It's just brilliant timing. And then uh, the distraction for the Leipzig game, all that stuff. Excellent. Mino Raiola, he hates United. And uh, the, the funny thing is, he represents Haaland. And if Haaland wasn't represented by Mino Raiola, him and Oli got a social, right? They're both Norwegian. Yeah. Haaland would probably be United. So, uh, yeah, Mino Raiola, man. He's my guy. It's a compliment. Yeah. It's a compliment to be called 
to be criticized as an agent by other managers, I think. Because as an yeah, agent, yeah. you want to you want to suck as much money as you can out of clubs for yourself and your and your player, right? I mean, like it's it's awful as a fan or as a club, but I mean it's it's a pure compliment. <laughs> People don't like you because you're good at your job as an agent. That's exactly what it is. You're not gonna be loved by it. He's ruthless, he doesn't give a shit. And that's uh, that's the way it should be. I, I don't know. He made a shitload of money from that Mikatarian and Ibrahimovic deals as well from Man United. Like, they don't tell you how much agents make, but he made a lot. And uh, so uh, I guess uh, United were sick of him. So he said, Pogba, let's go. We'll leave. <laughs> you guys want to jump into some random predictions? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, let's go. Well, should we, should we go over the, the previous random predictions first? Yeah, I'll yeah. go over. So Edinburgh versus Albion, it was 5-2. Both of you got that one, right? 3-1, 2-0, agent predicted. I predicted Leipzig. What's all this? There's some no miscommunication here. Uh, Bayern Leipzig, 3-3. Nick, I, I think you, you predicted 2-2, right? I, d- I did, yes. I said Agent's Emil Forsberg would score twice. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> Adrian, 2-0. Uh, you got that wrong, Adrian. Uh, Fucking idiot. Uh, Carrick Rangers <laughs> versus Warren Point. Uh, Carrick's team lost 3-1. Oh, ah, you got that, both no you got way. that wrong. Yeah. Michael Carrick, no. Cambridge versus Oldham, 2-1 Oldham. Uh, looks like uh, Adrian said 4-1 Oldham. No, I said 4-1 Cambridge. Whoops. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I can't. I wrote it down in a shitty piece of paper. Nick, what <laughs> did you It's not the paper's fault. <laughs> I forget. The paper didn't write it on itself. <laughs> Nick, you got it right then. That's uh, Nick, you got it right. You predicted think, the other. I think you predicted I said 4-1. Oldham. I mean, yeah. how, how do we know if Nick got it right? No, no, it's four one. It's four one and one four. They predicted. I just got it wrong way around. Some listener will tweet at us and and tell us. Don't worry. Aston Villa women's team lost United women team. So, uh, agent, who got that one right? What did you? I got that one right. Where did I put that? I said Man U would win two Two, one. one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Nick, you got it wrong. That's uh, uh, Fiorentina AC Milan women's. I can't find it all, so pretend that never happened. I can't even find. Uh, Tramier Walsall 3 1. Walsall 1. We, Adrian, I think you got that right. 2 0. I said 1 0. No, okay. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on here. Nick, what did you predict? I think you predicted 3 2 to Tranmere. Honestly, don't yeah. remember. <laughs> Botafogo Flamengo. Flamengo won 1 0. Flamengo was, I think, that was a consensus, I think, choice for that one. Yeah, I said 4 3 Flamengo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you predict like 2 1. The only playable Brazilian team on FIFA. That's how it should be. <laughs> yeah. Bate Borisov beat Dinamo Breste 4 2. I think oh. Adrian, Adrian, you predict 1 1? Yeah. Yeah. And Nick I, predicted 3 0 for Bate Borisov. So you got that one All right. Shit. What was the last one? Prison Leopards, eh? I Prison Leopards versus Zesco FC. What was... did you predict, Adrian? I predicted 6 0 Prison Leopards. And I, I know right. I said I know I said the other team, but I can't remember the score. Uh, they won. Oh shit! They won four two. Zesco? No, they lost one. Uh, yeah, Zesco won one nil. Oh, yeah, Zesco. Let's go. Sorry, Prison Leopards just played two days later. That's why I got confused. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, now they play every other two. Yeah, three days every, every other day in Zambia, man. That's yeah, that's Jesus. what they do over there. Where was their league? Worse. Zambia? Yeah, the Zambian league. <laughs> All right, let's get into the new the new predictions. I'm going to write this down properly this time. All First right. game, Wickham yeah, no. versus Coventry City. Coventry. Nick, uh, Nick, I'm going to have to back your team here. 
Excellent. Uh, so it's going to be, it's going to be a, what was the other team? Wickham. Wickham? Oh shit. Wickham are good. Uh, I'll say a one, one nil Coventry. Excellent. Clean sheet away from home. One nil Wickham. You're a prick, Nick. Fuck you. Christian, what are you thinking? I think one nil uh, Coventry. Excellent. Good man. Port Vale versus Colchester League Two. What's with, what's with all these Port Vale games? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to go first with, one That's, our, the, that's the new title of this podcast. It's the Port Vale podcast. What did it go last time? I'm, I'm going with our namesake, Port Vale. Uh, they're going right. to take this 2 0. 2 0. Colchester U23s did it against Cardiff. I'm going to go with them again. Uh, say 1 uh, 0. Port Vale 1 0. Nick, what did you no, predict? 2 no, 0 no, no, no. Port Vale? 2 0 Port Vale, yeah. yeah. I'm Colchester. Agent, what did you say? Colchester 1. Port oh, Vale. Okay. Nothing. Right. Christian. For, uh, 2 1 Colchester. Right. Colchester is right, getting we'll, promoted. We're switching continents now. Africa. Ivory Coast under 20s versus the Ghana under 20s. The bookies have this as a pick 'em game. Okay, so I, I got to go with uh, Wilf Zaha is Ivorian. Therefore, yeah. I'm taking, and he came through, not, he came through the England setup, but I don't care. I'm going with Ivory Coast U20s. 2 0. All right. Adrian? Oh, um, I think this uh, West African clash will be close. <laughs> I'm stalling to think about it, and I'll, I'll say it's, it's going to be a. You know, they're U23s. Maybe they lack a little discipline. Oh, the U20s, right. The U20s. Oh, they're kids. They can't score. Uh, (laughs) 1-1. I'm sorry. This is is Ghana U20s versus Ivory Coast U20s? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, see. Wow. Didier Drogba is someone that you have to back in country. But Ghana are called the Black Stars. Yeah. And one of the best names, you have to give it to the Black Stars. 2-1. 2-1 for Ghana. So you're back in Michael Essien's kid. Interesting. That's right. Okay, we're going to Thailand now. North Bangkok University versus Royal Thai Army. Oh. And let me tell you something. The North Bangkok University, they're a huge favorite in this game. So what? I don't know what. They're a huge favorite. They're like minus 800. I couldn't believe it. The scholars versus the soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going with Scholars then. 2-1 for North Hope University. University. Yes. Uh, I'm going to say that some, you can, the Army's got other things to do. Uh, <laughs> I think the students will bring out some clever set plays, and I think they're going to win 3-0. Three 3-0. Nil. Three nil. Yeah. As a proponent of education, I'll also give 3 0 to North uh, Bangkok University. Interesting. Okay. Uh, American Columbus Crew versus Seattle Sounders. This says MLS Cup final. Okay. I'm going with Seattle. Okay. And I'm going to give this piece of information away because I feel like it's interesting. And I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, have anyway. Uh, apparently, Columbus Crew's two best players tested positive for COVID and oh. won't be playing in the game. Oh. So I think Seattle was the favorite anyway, but I think, you know, with that being in the news, uh, I feel like Seattle's a shoe in. So 2 0, 2 0 Seattle. And this is the cup final they tested positive for. Like, this is it, yep. one leg final, right? Winner, t- yeah. Okay. 
So I, I also have some background information uh, that's going into my <laughs> prediction. Uh, my last career mode in FIFA, when I played as a player, I uh, briefly spent some time away from Newcastle, where I played for Seattle Sounders, and we lost. We lost the cup final to Columbus Crew, and I think that's yeah. going to happen again. You're I think joking. I think it's going to go nil-nil. I couldn't, I couldn't put the team on my back like I had been all season. <laughs> but I think this game is going to be nil-nil, and then Columbus is going to win 4-3 on penalties. That's Wait, my prediction. You're saying Columbus are going to get this 4-3 on pens, so it's going yeah. to be the PKs. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you get, if you get this right, you get six points. <laughs> However, if he gets it wrong, I think minus two. <laughs> <laughs> I think Seattle's the only consistent name in MLS that you hear at this time of year. Well, this time of year. Uh, so, yeah, Seattle, 3-0. Bloody hell. All right. Doesn't Clint Dempsey play for that team? Years ago, to. I think. Yeah, he must have retired okay. now. Oh, okay. Yedlin was a Seattle sounder, wasn't he? Oh, he sure was. <laughs> it's a quality. Maybe, maybe he will be again. He's not been playing for Newcastle, so. <laughs> uh, Leal versus Bordeaux. French league football. I'm here, for, I'm here for Jonathan David, and oh, he really yeah. needs to kick off. Me so too. it's going to be a 2-1 two, a two, hard-fought game and victory for Lille. All right. I mean, take your time, lads. We've got all fucking day. Well, I'm going to put it I, – I was just writing it down, so that way I'll have a record of it. Um, I'm going to go 3-1 for Lille. We want for I mean, No shit, party's here. Yeah. Hurry up, hurry up. 2-0, Leo. 2-0, Leo. All right. I'm here for late Le- Dog. Yeah. All right, we've got some New Zealand football. Central football women versus Southern United women. Uh, Central. Central football women. Yeah, you got to keep, yeah. it, keep it in the center. For- no Southern women for you, Adrian? Well, when you put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you got to go with my gut. Central women are going to win 2-1. Two, 2-1. One. Two, one. Right. I'll take the same team, but a 1-0 scoreline. Okay, Christian? I think it's 1-0 for the Southerns. 1-0 for the Southerns. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, shit. Irish football. Shelbourne under-19s versus Finn Harps under-19s. Finn Harps U-19s, 5-1. Interesting. No fan of Shelbourne. Shelbourne sounds like Sherbourne, which is uh, a subway station. Oh. Uh, I think that's going to give him an edge. So I'll say that it's 1 0. <laughs> you going with Shelb- Shelbourne? Oh, yeah. All right. Shelbourne is the last word that I remember that Adrian just said. So we're going to give them a 1 0 on my side, too. <laughs> And lastly, under-19s in the Spanish country. So uh, Las Palmas <laughs> under-19s versus RC Victoria. By Spanish country, you mean Spain, right? Yeah. Yo, there's so many countries I can't pronounce the fucking name of, so I was like, fuck it, I'm not even doing it. I'll just go with an easy team in Spain. That's, uh... All right. Okay, I'll go with Las Palmas because uh, that's where Devin Silva used to play, right? Oh, all right. I think so. I think that's going to give them the edge. I think it's going to be 2-1. <laughs> I will go with the other. T- it's Vittoria, you said? Yeah, RC Victoria. RC Victoria, 2-1. 2-1. Okay. 
in the Canary Islands, they have nothing to do but focus on football. Uh, so, so Las Palmas is taking this 3-0. Right, perfect. Yeah, that caps off all the games. So for the Premier League ones, we could like do a little bit of a deeper dive into. Everything. Yeah, that's, uh... actually, I, uh... we'll start with one. We'll start with one now. We'll do Wolverhampton versus Villa, Aston Villa. Okay, for this one, I had this down as a draw, and I think it's going to be a two-two draw. Okay. I think Wolves are going to be fired up after they got thoroughly dismantled by Liverpool, and Villa's just an exciting team to watch. And uh, I think there'll be goals in this game. Ollie Watkins, Jack Grealish is pretty incredible. But yeah, the only thing is, Jimenez is out now, right? And that Arsenal yeah. one—forget Arsenal—they're they're a freak show at the back. I'm just concerned where the goals are going to come from for Wolverhampton because that backup guy, that Fabio Silva dude, the teenager, he, yeah. he's nowhere near Premier League level. He's too young. No, he's 18 he's... years old. That's what I'm concerned about. It's uh, unless they put a Dama up front or something, or that Podence guy is not bad actually. But yeah, this Potence. Is, like, yeah you're, you're dealing with Premier League defenders here, like guys like Mings and uh, that Conte guy. Uh, Emiliano Martinez in goal. It's tough. It's tough. I think uh, I don't know where the goals are going to come from. I'll say um, I'll say two 0 Villa actually. Yeah, I say two 0 Villa as well. I mean, like I don't know where most of Wolf's goals come from. Like Neto giving the ball or creating something for Jimenez. So I think Villa's. I think Villa. Or I don't think Wolves can find a way to score. Yeah, it's a, gonna be a tough one. Oh. That, those are some convincing points. <laughs> I just I, I don't like Villa and I like Wolves, so I'm I'm inclined to give it to Wolves, but that's not great for predictions. Um, but sometimes you have to follow your heart. So I'm just I'm just gonna go with Wolves. I'm gonna say they're gonna take it two one. Okay. And I'm going two two. Yeah, yeah, you got to that. round this out. Okay, next one. The uh, the Newcastle under 19 versus West Brom. Yeah, so you're saying that because uh, Newcastle had a, a little touch of COVID, uh, which apparently, according to Steve Bruce, is a signif- significant amount of the squad. I think, though, that Callum Wilson uh, tested negative. I think he's yeah. okay now. Uh, so I Callum f- Wilson's obviously a huge, huge... Um, uh, boon to us like he's actually capable of scoring unlike so many other players um, but yeah we're not we're not a deep team <laughs> like I don't know like if we're if we're bringing on the young kids I'm, I'm not sure who they are frankly a lot of the time now um, was Callum Wilson dropping all the way back to the uh, to his defenders to carry the ball to goal yeah, probably. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, like it's usually St. Maximin's job. <laughs> yeah. So next prediction: United, Manchester United versus Man City at Old Trafford. I'm going with a one-one. I think it'll be a close game. They played four times last each last time uh, last season, and United won three of them. So uh, I think Oli Oli uh, can uh, he'll park the bus, use Marcia yeah. and Rashford on the counter attack. Yeah. That's, uh, I think, yeah, I think it'll be a really, really close game. I'm going with a 1-1. I think it was pretty, it was kind of, it was, it was pretty crazy how, you know, how big of an egg United laid in that game, must-win game against Leipzig. Um, but, 
you know, it seems it seems to me that uh, whenever Ole is in danger of being sacked, uh, United for whatever reason steps up, and you know they win that one game that maybe if they lose it, um, he's gone. So I think I think City is just too good right now, though. So I think this is going to be a two-two draw. Oh yeah, it's it's hard because as as Nick Nick Gill mentioned, like. Man, you seem to pull it off against Man City a lot, especially with Ole when they can just make these like uh, counterattacks rather than having to dominate the game because you know Guardiola is always going to set out to control possession, dictate the flow of the game. And then you have Rashford, Martial, um, Greenwood, like fast players who can put it back. And also City just haven't had the goals in them the same way they have in previous seasons. Like... Mm. Yeah, like they seem to really miss David Silva as someone who can like help to again control the flow of the game. Um, but they Sané are just as well. Sane as well. He can really change a game with his speed and his skill. They're still just a better team, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna yeah. give it to City. I- I'll say two one. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, how can I, I – I don't want to rehash anything you guys said because you guys, you guys nailed it all on the head. Like, City are just a better better team. And, like, is is the whole Pogba, Pogba situation with Raiola and, like, is that hanging over everyone's head and that's that's the final thing to drop and United's going to lose, Ole's going to get fired, uh, and then it all goes downhill there for them? I mean – Probably not because they they're still really good too. They have great attackers on their side. Mm. Um, I think they're just a point apart in the table. Yeah, they are. I think. Yeah, United like, are fourth. I think. Yeah, like they're just they are really competing with each other right now, and it's just I think it's a really good derby match. Um, I think it's a draw though. I think it's a draw, but not a high scoring one. One one. It's a one one draw. I don't think there's any goals in this game. The, uh, the thing about United is uh, Greenwood's actually back to form now. So uh, he's actually starting to pick it up. The yeah. um, Greenwood, uh, Rashford, of course. I think Martial is going to be fit. They're saying Martial's healthy. Uh, so uh, those front three right there, even even when they're not in form, it only takes one moment from more, from either one of them. Yeah, Mr. Fernandez. Green. Yeah, Fernandez Girl as Fernandez well. Fernandez in there too. That's, uh, they're, they're, <laughs> believe it or not, United, even though we treat them as a laughing stock, those front four, they're no yeah. joke. Bruno Fernandez has outscored Kevin De Bruyne since uh, since he joined, so he's uh, he's got more goals, more assists. So player of the month. We're not, we're not calling him Fernandez anymore, right? <laughs> he's uh, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, it's close game. Close game. Yeah, that's uh, next the next one. Well, hold on. Sorry, go, ahead. A, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, that's a funny thing. Like, you know, we're talking about like, oh, it's like a crazy season. So many unexpected things are happening. Man U is underperforming. This team is underperforming, but it's still the same top six. And Man U still, like we said, mm-hmm. went first, so or fourth rather. Um, yeah. Do you think they have any hope of a title challenge? Do you think they can pull it together? United. Yeah. I don't know if they're good oh, enough. enough. A crazy season. Anything can happen. But I don't Especially know, I don't know in... if they're on the level. I don't know if they're on that level right now. Thing is, I, I think, think 80 points, 80 points might actually win the league this year. It's uh yeah, it's that either, <laughs> it, it could eh? be that Leicester huh. City, it could be that Leicester City year 
Or I think anyone can take it. Minus Van Dyke, anything's possible with uh, Liverpool now. Chelsea, you never know. It just takes some team to go on a four, five, six game winning streak, and they they literally just pull apart from the rest. Yeah, it's kind of a I, cop out. Cop look out, out for West Ham. Look out for West Ham. It's a cop out for me to say, but it's also like, let's see if they can hold on past Christmas and see what happens in January. Um, yeah. Like, uh, who knows what transfers are going to be like this January? I have no idea. Um, but you know, United, like, like we keep saying, they've got a great front four, who knows, they could add just one player to that group and, and it could unlock everything for them. They're not that far off. They're, they're seventh place. I think they're just a defender away, actually. Yeah, they're, I agree. They, I, I think they're actually one world-class defender away. And if they get that Dean Henderson guy, in on goal, um, Maybe another right back instead of Wambasaka. Sometimes he, he's like, uh, he, I can't believe it costs fifty million. Attacking is he's like uh, he's allergic to attacking. <laughs> he's actually yep. he looks like he feels it's like he's a center back. I was know. just about, yeah I was gonna say Wambasaka should be that second center back beside yeah. Aaron Maguire. I I don't mind the sound of that. <laughs> yeah, I think he's, defensively he's brilliant. He locks down for, the wingers. That's why that's why he plays we, on the wing. He just locks down. We the other talked team's about best this player. with. We talk, sorry to interrupt. We talked about this with, with Nick before when we were talking about England for an extended point. I don't know why in a back three he isn't playing for England as a center back. Um, yeah. especially He's much he, better than Carl Walker on the, in a back three. Much yeah. better than Carl Walker. He's got the discipline. I think he's 6-1 as well. So he's got the height. And um, one-on-one defensively, he's brilliant. Yeah. I mean, it's a much different position because you don't have the you don't have the like um, sideline to like help position your your opponent like to help like you know channel the winger in a certain direction um but i mean he he made the transition at like when he was young from from winger to fullback maybe he can make another transition yeah yeah you never know man it's uh maybe uh but i don't maybe they talked about it in training and he refuses i don't know but when i watch united every time they goes down the right hand side I'm like, for fuck's sake, just cross it in, mate. Just cross the ball and see what happens. If they had Alex Arnold or Reese James or someone like that, just whipping those crosses in. I think uh, I think United might get five, ten goals extra a season. Yeah. They're just so predictable. You know exactly how they're going to – Rashford cuts in, and then he always gives it to the right side. Greenwood's double team sometimes, and then like he passes it to Wambasaka. And Wambasaka always just – he looks back all the time and passes yeah. it back to the mid. I don't get it. Yeah, I do I think like Man U have enough to stay in the mix, but I don't think they're going to make like a sustained title challenge. I think maybe they're a little farther away than just a defender. I think they need either to wait a few years for Greenwood to become like an established player you can play every week, or they need a striker who's like a top class striker under or at 30 years old. Uh, Because like Cavani is brilliant, but he's just a little too old. To, to help them build around. Yeah. Um, and I don't think Rashford and Martial like, are, are true strikers. Yeah, I, I agree. And it was kind of you know the same when they brought in Ibrahimovic. It was like this amazing you know first-class top-quality striker, but kind of maybe just too old and maybe a bit over the hill. So if they can get one of those guys, which Nick brought up the point like Haaland from earlier. Mm. And oh my God. That, would be, that would be scary. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, someone like that, that they could just, you know, put up there for five years and just let him score goals, oh uh, would probably be perfect. And yeah, it'd be very scary. Who's got a higher potential, Greenwood or Rashford? 
I mean, that's kind of, I mean, I think some people might say Greenwood because he's younger and you can just imagine more. Whereas now Rashford is kind of like settling into the player he is. Um, if you had to buy someone though for Newcastle right now, and then like the, the I take literally the literally anyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, honestly, I, I wouldn't start. All, I would. I would maybe just keep playing Callum Wilson. To be honest, mm. if I, even if I had one in my team, uh, I guess I would buy Greenwood if I was picking one because me too. He's got amazing protector. Yeah. 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 You guys want to move on to Chelsea? Everton? Ne- yeah, Everton. Yeah. Never Neverton versus Chelsea at Goodison Park. So, uh, yeah, it'll be an interesting game. It's a simple I don't know. Choice, it's a tough it? one, man. Chelsea are – fuck. That's, uh, and Hamish oh. Rodriguez is injured as well. So, yeah. that doesn't help as well. Uh, I think the fans are coming back as well. As much yeah. as I want to see 1-1, and I, I'll never, ever predict Everton ever. I hate that team. But I don't want – I actually need them to win because I'm actually – oh, God, it's a tough one. No, you know what? I'm going to go with my head here. I'm going to say 2-1 Chelsea. I think they're going to get it done again. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a, I think that's it's a simple and obvious choice. I mean, Everton have been Everton's won one in their last six. Yeah, like they've they've been they've been poor. They're leaking goals. I didn't I didn't even know Hamas was injured. Um, I mean, like you can take advantage of Chelsea's back line in a lot of ways. Calvert Lewin can get goals against this team, but I just don't see where they're coming from. And Chelsea have been pretty dangerous on attack as of late. Simple choice, Chelsea. I think. Uh, Especially after Mendy's, Mendy uh, giving up not not the last game, but the not our midweek game, but last weekend, Mendy's mistake against Bamford. I don't think uh, I don't think he's uh, letting in a goal. I think two 0 two 0 Chelsea. Man, that's uh, you know, oh, yo, yeah. Thiago Silva looks like a hell of a signing now, doesn't he? Since that's, that West Brom game. That's <laughs> that's that's exactly what I was gonna say. Like I I agree with everything Hope said, and. Yeah. Yeah, Thiago Silva's really been good, and their defense has really been good. Like him and Zuma back there. Well, Zuma, uh, you know, all-star striker Kurt Zuma. Uh, yeah, it's pretty formidable. And you know, I kind of like not not to rehash again what you guys said. So I'll just make my prediction, and it's an easy one: two 0 Chelsea. Man, I miss Kepa. Where is he? Where is he, Christian? I miss that mother. Where is he, man? I Nick, him. he's Nick. He's rolling around in his money on the bench. <laughs> yeah, <that's a> good <laughs> point. I, I can't. I can't criticize, you know, Maguire being bought for ninety million pounds or anyone for whatever amount because we paid seventy-one million pounds for Keppa. I don't know who his agent is, but that agent needs to be given a raise and and signed to the biggest agency there is because that was a they fleeced them. You triggered his release clause, I think, didn't you? Because they weren't going to sell him. Did. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. That was the same yeah. window Allison was bought as well. That's uh, <laughs> we paid. I think we paid fifty six plus add-ons. I think it went to sixty five for Allison. But wow, that's uh, you know what's funny though about Atletico Bilbao? They're back at the guy replacing him. I think he's. Uh, I think they said he's better keeper than Kepa. So <laughs> really, I mean, yeah. I mean, Kepa's got the body of work. <laughs> he's, yeah. got a, he's got a resume that is, is tough to tough to argue against in terms of quality. Poor quality. Is he even number two, or is it that Caballero guy? Is Caballero's Caballero's number two. They've even. Oh my god! I don't. I don't know if you heard, but we even have Petr Cech back in. Yeah, our, Petr Cech. <laughs> our squad. Just just in case Kappa might play, we could put on a fifty-year-old oh geriatric god. and a helmet and go. Oh my god! I would love to see that. Yeah, and I'm and I'm a Kappa apologist, <laughs> but still, 
That doesn't uh, you, mean he should be on the you, pitch at any time. You should be apologizing to the rest of the league for subjecting us to that. <laughs> I did uh, check. I'll say 2-1. To who? To Chelsea. Okay. Yeah. Sunday. Southampton versus uh, Sheffield United. Saints, 2-0, easy. Okay. That's, uh, Danny Ings is back as well. Excellent news. Good to see him back. Yeah, I love Danny Ings. Yeah. Yeah, Southampton really are the best of the worst, aren't they? Yeah. They're a fun team to watch. Yeah. Who, yo, who's top six? Is it the old top six or Lesnar in the top six? Oh, 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 oh. Lester and West Ham. Six? Lester, West Ham, and it's it's No, no, like Liverpool the big the big six, the big six or whatever. Like it's Liverpool, United, Chelsea, Tottenham. Uh, well, two Manchester clubs, Liverpool, Tottenham, Chelsea, are also part of the big six anymore? Or oh, is shit. it like, is it Leicester? Or is it Wolverhampton? Like, well, I, I think mean, Leicester's see? overtaken Arsenal in terms of quality. I think they have. The last They're more years. relevant in the last yeah. year. Yeah, you're right. I think, Wolves, uh, I think Wolves has the most potential to get into that echelon. Well, it could be the big seven if you include Leicester and Wolves and take out Arsenal. Arsenal are not there. They're a joke. Absolute joke. Yeah. So it's an insult. Every year they 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 um they lower the uh, EPL coefficient in UEFA by getting knocked out in the round of sixteen every fucking year. Gee, well, I'm looking at that, and Spain are number one, and then Italy and England are fighting for number two and three in the UEFA coefficient. And I'm like, well, who's to blame here? And wow. there's one factor, and it's fucking Arsene Wenger back in the day. Round of sixteen exit. Round of sixteen exit. Round of sixteen exit. I'm like, for fuck's sake! Dude. And the one time Tottenham are in it, they get to the final for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, fucking Arsenal! Uh, I hate them. They're pricks. All right, what uh, are you thinking, Saint Sheffield? I'll say two. I'll say two one. I think Sheffield might get one goal actually. Ryan Brewster, my boy. <laughs> Adrian, uh, I don't think you've set a score yet. No, I have a history of um, backing Sheffield because I want to see them get off the bottom of the table or at least get another point. Um, I'd like for them to have their second point. <laughs> Um, so I'm trying to decide here, okay, do I want to keep backing them and hope they do well, or do I want to actually try and get a point with my prediction here? Um, I think I just want to keep supporting them. I'm going to give it a one nil win to Sheffield. Wow. I oh, just one wanted, nil. Okay. I wrote one nil to Saints, my bad. I just want it to happen. Yeah. You got another disbelief. Another confusing piece of paper there, Nick. Uh, here we go. Fuck you. Just scribbled <laughs> it out. All right, <laughs> uh, uh, Christian. Uh, Southampton. Southampton, 2 0. I don't two know. Nil. Unless Sheffield are playing Chelsea, they don't get goals. I don't know who David McGoldrick thinks he is, but he scored three goals in two matches against Chelsea most recently. But that's the only team they can score against. Trying to get a move. Trying to get a move. He sees Tammy Abraham struggling. That's funny. Sheffield got a fucking penalty at Anfield. I couldn't believe it. They only got a penalty in like five years, and they get a penalty at Anfield. <laughs> it wasn't even a penalty. I remember that one. Fucking VAR, man. This is kind of a, a non sequitur, but uh, well, not a, quite. A, anyway, did you see the penalty in the Leeds and West Ham game? I missed it. Oh, yeah, goodness. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. Uh, it was maybe the worst taken penalty I've 
I've seen in a long time. It was the, cl- a, the click one, right? The first one. Yeah, the first one, uh, which kind of gives it away. There was a second one. He got to retake it, <laughs> and then he actually, he to, you know, they just gave him a redo. Like, it was just so casual. He just like rolled it. Berbatov like a like a work. <laughs> it was like a warm up shot. It was awful, and then he actually hit it the next time. Wow. Cool. You know what? Sheffield deserve uh, all this. Uh, they deserve all this losing for uh, Chris Wilder talking shit about Klopp, saying he's selfish. That's uh, that's what his ass gets. So fuck him, piece of shit. Never open your mouth about the best manager in the world. That's what you get, motherfucker. Hey, uh, who, I bet it, I bet he wants five subs now, right? All those fucking subs you bring on, they're all shit. But, uh, don't even, I don't even want to. You know, I'm gonna go on a Sheffield rant. Hope you got time. Ollie McBurney costs eighteen million pounds. Rian Brewster cost twenty-four million pounds. They got some motherfucker called Musa. I don't know who the fuck that prick is. Uh, he, he cost eighteen million pounds from Bournemouth. That's sixty million pounds on three scrubs. And he and he and he's blaming Jurgen Klopp for being selfish. Shut the fuck up. Anyway, I'm done. That's fine. We'll move on. Fucking Sheffield. Hope these we should, we should get like a, a bleep thing. I I yeah. could do it. I could do That'd it. That'd just be fun. Yeah. He really is a piece of shit, Chris Wilder. Fucking fucking asshole. Change your track so you might win. All righty, next one. Crystal Palace versus Tottenham. I'm sorry, Nick. Nick. Why don't you? What, Nick? Why don't you uh, start us off about your? Team? Oh, sorry, I'm dying from that rant. Uh, yeah, so this is the big game, the big uh, London derby of uh, the weekend. Um, you know, Palace coming off a big win over arch rivals West Brom. Spurs coming over a big win over arch rivals Arsenal. Am I right with that? That's what happened last week. Yeah. I believe. Yes. But I mean, Palace are playing at home and they're playing Spurs and Spurs are really good. And, you know, despite the fact that I, uh, you know, continually rag on Palace for being shit, they're actually having their best ever start in the Prem through 11 games with 16 points. So, but I, I, I don't think it continues here. I think Spurs are going to wipe the floor with, uh, with Palace uh, to the tune of a two nil surgical victory. With Kane and Son each scoring, uh, I'm going to go in a different direction. <laughs> um, like I did last week, uh, Nick was the only one of the three of us who made predictions to not back Crystal Palace to beat West Brom. Um, they then <laughs> demolished West Brom. Just <laughs> um, on that, in Adrian, everyone so, needed to know that. Yeah, of course. Like, I mean, this back guy his team. didn't back his team. Um, not that I gave Newcastle like a resounding thing of support, but I didn't put them to lose. Um, I, I have a bit of a feeling here. I think Palace are going to have a lot of confidence coming into this. I think this is the kind of game that Spurs would botch under like Pochettino. Um, maybe, maybe this is a game that Mourinho can get them to get this surgical win. But I, I think Palace will get something. I think it'll be a one each. One all draw. Yeah, uh, I, I I mean, I don't see Crystal Palace breaking down Tottenham in, in any significant way in 90 minutes. It doesn't seem possible to me. Uh, 5-1 against West Brom. Great for their great for their attitude. Tons of confidence. Like, you need to be up here once you're going to be let down the following week. <laughs> I think uh, I think a three nil three nil for Spurs, and this this is starting a, a a big stretch for Palace. So they got Spurs, 
and then as I opened my schedule, the holiday schedule uh, is super defining for a lot yeah. Of teams. They got they got Spurs, yeah. West Ham, Liverpool, Villa, and Leicester. So, I mean, I mean, I, I personally, I hope for points from maybe one of those games. And for me, it's the Boxing Day clash versus Villa that has the most promise because West Ham is very good. Leicester's very good. I don't even want to talk about Liverpool. And Tottenham's also very good. So, I mean, a bit scared. Anyways, moving I'm on. I'm going with, uh, did I tell you how much I hate Chris Wilder? Fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's a, I, don't, I don't think you guys heard me rant about him, but don't worry. <laughs> Crystal Palace, I'm going with my old boy Roy Hogson, 3-2. I actually think Benteke is going to get the winner here. He's back in form. He's back. He needed he needed a team like West Brom just to get his confidence back. And I actually think I actually think Crystal Palace is going to win. Because the funny thing is, if Palace don't have possession and they hit them on the counter, they will do serious damage. I'm looking at Tottenham's back four. They got Eric Dyer. Like for fuck's sake, like, let's not be funny here. Eric Dyer is your sweeper. They got they got um that Rigion guy who's untested and uh, Aurier Aurier. Or Doherty, one of them, and the other, and uh, Alderweireld. Like, is the, Zaha can cause so much damage to them, mm. and then lump it up to Benteke. Who's the answer for Benteke on uh, on on Tottenham? I don't think they can handle him. And then Eze can do his thing. I actually think Crystal Palace going to win three two. I really do. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, is is Crystal Palace going to be able to break down Spurs? I don't Fucking think so. Won't. Are they going to be able to? Uh, to yeah, do some damage to get like a bit of a smash and grab. Uh, with Benteke like being a very large man and jumping very high and and like getting a header I mean like he was dangerous he almost got a on a on a different day maybe if he had his confidence he could have had two against Newcastle coming off the bench Um, he's just got like he's got the potential to do to do some damage to get some goals and then you have of course like speed skill on the wings uh you know, they have the weapons and Spurs have to go into this. If they want to win the title, they need to win games like this. Exactly. Eze and Zaha, man, I really like them. They're going to mm-hmm. do some damage. And another thing, don't you, do you remember when Tottenham played West Brom away? I think it was two, three years ago. They relied on a 90th minute Kane winner. And West Brom had chances. And West Brom just sat back, parked the bus, hit them on the counter. It's, I think to, if Palace just sit back, don't make any stupid mistakes. Let, let Kane and Son work for their goals. And just um, I, uh, who's the other one? Is Townsend back? Is he playing? I think so. Yep. Or is it Schlupp? I can't remember who played on the right wing when they played against West Brom, but uh, they were looking good. I think it was Schlupp. That's uh, bum. I th- I, and uh, the thing about Palace is they got Ayu and Bashwayu off the bench, right? So when they're when Benteke's tired, and at least one of those two. That's uh, I think yeah, I actually like Palace's chances. You got to be and, optimistic. Uh, I'm very optimistic. It it must be mentioned though. Chelsea Loney. That's Chelsea why. Loney. <laughs> who we paid, yeah. I believe, about 30 million pounds for. And let's let's not forget, you know, not a Loney, but now a full-time Crystal Palace member. Chelsea legend Gary Cahill, the original oh, slabhead. Yeah. The original okay. slabhead. I actually Watch out think, for him on set pieces. I actually <laughs> think he could be he could be important against against uh, Spurs in this game. Because if they're if they're hanging back, like Yep, his experience can might ex- might yeah. be important there, right? Yeah. I think he'll love that matchup against Kane because Kane doesn't have that speed to get away from Cahill, and he's physical to deal with Kane as well. Mm-hmm. One more le- one more note on Palace. It 
it took Benteke five years to rediscover his form, it seems. So I'll need to see I'll need to more. see a couple more games before I believe. Listen, he's you know when he did that celebration, that means he's back. Yeah, whatever LeBron, that is. Like... Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that means he's back. He, he's ready. And uh, my boy Nathaniel Klein, he's going to shock the world and he's going to sh- stop Son. He, he know, trust me. He's been good, Nathaniel Klein. Actually. I love Klein. Trust me, he he learned from Mane for three four years. He'll be in training at Liverpool. Don't worry, he'll be ready for Son. All right, moving forward. Speaking of Liverpool. Uh, Fulham versus Liverpool. Do we have to talk about this one? Well, let's just tell me your scores. I'm going with uh, 4 0. Nothing more to say. Man A with two. And uh, Jota might be injured, actually. And I'll go with Salah 1 for me. 1. 5 0 Liverpool for me. No, 5 0. Okay. Fulham, Fulham's coming off a win. Is no, they lost 2 0 to City, mate. Oh, wait. Oh, you're thinking of that Leicester game. Yeah, yeah, they did win at Leicester. Well, I think they'll be like me and they'll forget about that game. (laughs) And they'll come into this game with uh, positivity and energy, uh, but they will lose 3-0. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to give them a goal or something. but uh, No, no. Yeah, it's it's it, it'll be a massacre. I feel bad because, you know, even though he's French, he's got that Filipino-ass face, Alphonse Areola, close to my heart. But uh, he's he's gonna see a lot of shots and he's gonna let in a lot of shots, <laughs> not through no fault of his own. Three, it's it's a three nil. For three nil. All right. Oh, this one's an interesting one. Leicester City versus Brighton. Hmm. Yeah, it's difficult. Think, uh, Leicester, yeah, Leicester's coming cool. off back to back wins, aren't they? I can't remember who the hell did they play. They played in the Europa, but who did they play last week? They played. Um, Someone Google yeah, it. Leicester. Yeah. Leicester, yeah. Leicester, Leicester. They beat AK Athens on Thursday, and they beat Sheffield before that. And then they, they lost to Fulham, actually. Oh, they lost to Fulham and Zoria. They lost to Fulham and Zoria Luhansk. So they're actually in a weird. Well, then they beat, actually, then they beat Sheffield and Athens. So they... I remember that idiot should have taken Vardy out in the last minute. He yeah, John Egan. One... That one point Adrian was going on about, if he took him out, <laughs> they would have got that carry. one point. They would have got to two points. Yeah, I'm going, you know, Brighton are interesting. Sometimes they turn it on in the, uh, they, they can, they, they do play well. They play attacking football, actually. They do. Hmm. They really do. They're like, they're like a little bit of, uh, you know, you know, we always make jokes like Crystal Palace, a lot of speed on the wings, not much, not much. Like, I kind of feel that way about like Brighton too. Like Brighton, they're not afraid to attack. They're not afraid to go forward. Um, I really like Tarek Lamptey. Oh, big fan of him. Yeah. Like, he's just a fearless fullback and like perfect. Another Chelsea for today. guy, right? Another Chelsea not, guy. Not anymore. Not anymore. He made the right choice and left for games. How much? Um, How much? Oh, I thought he was yeah. loaned. No, no, no. He he refused an extension, so he actually left on a free. What? Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. I mean, career uh-huh. move. I'm I'm disappointed by it, but uh, oh. I, I, he didn't see himself getting past Reese James or Ethiopia, so. You know, credit to him. I, I think Man. he's. I think he's raised his stock. Who knows by how much? How and much I mean, is he worth, though? <laughs> I mean, like, doesn't everybody want like a speedy, attack-minded fullback today? Oh yeah, I'll take yeah. him. Especially what is he? Nineteen years old? Like he's a Jesus child. Though. He's, he's a literal child. Um, <laughs> sorry, who are, we were talking about Lester Brighton. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we should. Uh, let's get but into scores because we're running out of time here. But... He's going to cause Lester a lot of trouble because they don't have a left back. I think that just James Justin plays left back. 
and he's a right back. That'll be interesting. Mopey's back as well. That'll be uh, fuck. You know, I'm gonna go with two two. I think Brighton. Uh, Same. Both teams don't. Both teams don't know how to defend. Two two uh, over here as well. I'm I'm gonna say two one. I think that Leicester's just got the quality. Yeah, I'm gonna say the same. I think Leicester can st- like even if it's a hard fought match, Leicester can take the match. Two, I think one nil maybe. One nil, Nick. Or Nick. I said two two. Two 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 two. Let's quickly go over uh, Arsenal Burnley. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now oh, I don't even know where to start with these idiots. Okay. Uh, yeah, oh, both both teams are shit. Pretty much. Let's just keep it simple. Nil nil. I, I, don't the same prediction I don't know who's more boring. I don't know who's actually more boring. I actually think Burnley can play better football as well when they want to. I, but fucking hell, Arsenal put you to sleep watching them. They're so boring. I, I didn't even know where... Yeah, the Tottenham game, I didn't even know where the goal was coming from. I couldn't see it when I was watching that game. Yeah, they looked really poor there. They, they didn't ever really threaten them. Uh, I do think, though... These are two teams low on confidence and probably two teams that think they can come into this game and win and restore some confidence. That's sad um, for, for Arsenal if Burnley think. Burnley actually probably oh, yeah. think they can win it. <laughs> I mean, so they should. Yeah. Like, honestly. Is it? Um, oh, sorry. It's, it's Emirates. at Emirates. Emirates, right, yeah. I think, I think Arsenal, I think it'll be a boring game, but I think Arsenal just have, when you have Obama Yang, who even though he's not, Scoring is just always a threat, and you also have Lacazette, these like younger strikers. I, I think they just again, I think quality will probably show through, and they'll they'll edge it one nil. Yeah, it's I think it's one of those matches that like just help Arsenal stay floating in the same spot. You know what I mean? Um, oh, they drowned already, also, mate. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, what after a. After a confidence boosting four two against Dundalk, which I only know because the score app let me know way too many times this <laughs> midweek, but I'm, I'll, I'll give I'll give Arsenal a two 0 against Burnley. Yeah, just to talk about how dismal Arsenal are. Uh, looking at the table, after eleven games, they have thirteen points <gasps> and, and a negative four differential. Yeah, then the fifteenth, um, right? Yeah, they're fifteenth, and by contrast, um, Newcastle are fourth, uh, are are thirteenth with fourteen points and a negative three goal differential, with a game in hand. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's actually really surprising. Yeah. yeah, Brighton. Brighton has a better goal differential. They have, they have like the fifth worst goal differential in the league right now. Oh, sixth Jesus. worst. Sorry, sixth worst. All right. Since we're coming to the end of our, our Nick, window what was your prediction? here. Uh, oh, mine was nil-nil. Excellent. I just think, I think, but I think there is potential for Burnley to steal in here. I just think that Sean Dyche is uh, inarguably a better coach than Arteta. And, uh, <laughs> you know, Arteta's trying to make Thomas Partey, who's, you know, their new marquee signing, play injured and all this. And I think things are weird over there. And uh, I think there's definitely potential for Burnley to win this game. But... Uh, I'm still going to stick with nil-nil. Uh, a drab, kind of ugly, gross game that no one really is going to really want to watch, even Arsenal fans. I think this is the last game of the weekend as well, Arsenal. I think it's Sunday right afternoon. Yeah, so Leicester, Leicester and Sunday. Arsenal are at the same time. Oh, are they? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, I thought they always do it every every game once every two hours. So oh. I do love that. That's what I've loved about this season, That's though. Nice. Honestly, like that every game yeah. is like there's one game at a time, and it's like five games back to back every Saturday. It's amazing. I hope they keep that it- forever. Yeah, so that are all predictions. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in and also appearing on the latest episode of Soccer Group Chat. Uh, hope you enjoy it. And fuck Chris Walder while we're at it. Sorry. <laughs>